our time. We're on episode 39. Thank you for joining us again. Thank you for all of the support you all have given um, since we started back up with the new episodes and um, all the other things that we've been doing. I really appreciate it. Um, This is a really uh, great episode. I'm trying so hard not to laugh. Um, We we have tonight a super special guest, friend of the podcast, Shireen. Um, I will let her tell you who she is, but in my opinion, she is a super dope elite power lifter. She is an entrepreneur. She is a graphic designer. Um, she runs a super amazing business called Sisters of Powerlifting, which I'm sure everyone is familiar with. So we're going to talk to her tonight about her journey with powerlifting and her new initiative and uh, what's going on. The other reason I'm laughing is because this is literally about the 15th time we tried to record this episode. So we're going to get through it tonight. Say hello to the people, Shireen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, so my name is Shireen and um, I recently came out as the CEO of Sisters of Powerlifting. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was like, wait a minute, wait, did I miss something? Okay, sorry. Continue. I really just had it about tonight. (laughs) She is also my bratty little sister that I never had or wanted. So uh, that's also part of the energy that's going on. But proceed keep that same energy um (laughs) when i throw a whole tree at you but (laughs) damn it what was i about to say but yeah so you you just you came out i mean as a ceo (laughs) sorry (laughs) okay okay i'm gonna shut up go ahead finish what you were saying this is why i just want everybody to know this is why we couldn't record this is really this is the reasoning and why. Yes. Aside from the 95,000 technical difficulties with someone who works in tech but couldn't find headphones to record with. But that's a whole other story. Anyway, continue, I need dear. you to specify the fact that you asked me for headphones without a mic when 98% of the headphones that are made in this century have a microphone. Fair. Okay. Continue. Who are you? What do you do? <laughs> so, yeah, I... I'm currently the CEO of Sisters of Powerlifting and moving forward soon, um, which is pretty exciting. It came out already, so I figured like we'll just put it out there. I'm also going to be co-running Brothers of Powerlifting ah. with my brother um, Darius. Um, also a powerlifter. I've been powerlifting for about, I would say, it's going on three years now. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, welcome to the podcast, my dear. Um, So I guess we can sort of start at the beginning. Um, Prior to powerlifting, what was your relationship to, you know, strength sports and fitness? Everyone, you know, I think gets to powerlifting for a different reason. So how how would you say that you sort of, or, or what were you doing before you arrived there? Um, many things, honestly. I was Mm -hmm. always an athlete, but more so like a bigger athlete, I should say, like Mm -hmm. more on the heavier side. So surprisingly, yes, I did track. Mm -hmm. Um, started playing soccer, um, in elementary and then my main, like moving forward, the main reasoning, I guess, into like how I got to powerlifting was I went on this little, um, weight loss journey. Mm Mm-hmm. And the person who was training me just noticed that 
I kind of did better with the strength side of training. Like, whenever he wanted me to deadlift and everything, like, it was always moving up, like, pretty fast. Like, mm-hmm. it just moved fast. So, mm-hmm. before I got to powerlifting, one of my um, PRs was, like, 365. Okay, well. On uh, my deadlift. So, he kind of started me there. Then I went to CrossFit, and I know a lot of people do CrossFit. So, mm-hmm. please, please don't take offense to this. This It just... <laughs> Everything else, lifting-wise, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Anything cardio, like, when my coach at the time told me, like, yeah, so we're going to run in this rain. I'm not, and he looked at me like the timer is still going. I'm like, uh, you would have thought the timer is still going. It's, still going for them. it's not going for me. <laughs> not for I. <laughs> like, there are, two fa- there are two factors. I just blew my hair out. That's why oh, yeah, no. Raining. No. And secondly, you want me to run in the rain. So, yeah, no. That's I'm, a lot. And that was that was it for you in CrossFit. <laughs> oh yeah, like that was that was absolutely it. Like, and then he figured. I mean, it was always like a family oriented like environment over there when I mm-hmm. started going to. Um, it was CrossFit Sobro, mm-hmm. so everyone was like pretty chill. So obviously, like he didn't want me to just like get up and leave. Like, right. I, I was friends with everyone there, which I still am friends with a lot of people from mm-hmm. there. I still kept a relationship, but there was going to be a meet in Brooklyn, um, Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. So he told me about it and. The cool part is, like, that meet was actually sold out, but someone in um, the gym was injured and they couldn't do it, so they're like, hey, um, you don't have to pay or anything like that, but would you like to go? Wow. Like, in my place. And I was like, me? Do a powerlifting meet? Or like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I mean, that's all you like doing anyways. Right, you skip every right. other part of, like, the wads anyways, so mm-hmm. you might as well. So I said, yeah. Um, So I trained for that. Mm-hmm. Ended up training with um some people who were my friends at the time. Um, mm-hmm. And it went pretty good. I won first place for my first, that first meet. I actually did not make weight um, for that meet. Mm-hmm. And that was okay because I shouldn't have focused on fitting into a weight class anyways. It just sucked because like I was, um, I weighed in at 167. Mm-hmm. So I had to, and for them, like it went from literally like 165 and they just went to like, 165 plus so like every I, oh okay yeah so i was literally like the lightest person mm-hmm. in my weight class so that kind of like yeah. yeah i was like damn like but why well, okay right right but it was but still, you didn't know what you didn't know so yeah mm-hmm. but it was still super fun like what i fell in love and i every time i look at the videos from that meet um mm-hmm. i cry because my biggest cheerleader was my dad. Mm-hmm. Like he was every lift, like I could literally hear him. Aww. So it's and it, the environment and everyone cheering for me, but not even knowing me, that alone made me very happy because yeah, they accepted me for me. Like because I used to train. Um, aside from like, let's be real. Like with the CrossFit gym, you have to be in at certain times and also be respectful and mindful of the fact that there are other people coming in at different times for like right. the wads and stuff. So I never, right. I wasn't always able to train there at the open gym because of work and everything. So mm-hmm. I had to go to like commercial gyms. But I didn't know that they were like powerlifting based. Gyms. Right. Right. So I had to go to like commercial gyms. And a lot of people at commercial gyms weren't very welcoming to like a woman who not only lifts, but I'm not like, I'm not one of those prissy, happy, girly girls. In right. The, right. In the gym. I've never been that way. And I always, mm-hmm. I was always like intense frowned, yeah like i was always yeah. intense and this was it was kind of always like frowned upon but i learned to kind of accept that about me yeah so yeah a lot of number one a lot of guys were either intimidated by it or like what the fuck like right right yeah so yeah 
So it was different to be in an mm-hmm. environment where it's like people were actually who don't even know me were actually cheering me on. So. Yeah. Yeah. So how long did it take before you sort of found a space that you felt was comfortable and welcoming to you with respect to um, just, you know, like powerlifting? Uh, about a year okay. um, mm-hmm. after I got into it. Because after that, I moved out of going to this gym. Um, what was it? 24 Hour Fitness. Mm-hmm. I stopped going there. I found another gym, which was called Astral. Mm-hmm. Even so, it was more so... I'm very blunt. So it was more so directed to bodybuilders. Right. Yeah. So it was cool and all, but then... Yeah, just different than what you were looking to do. Different and small. Yeah. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Like, it's a great gym, like, but it's just too... It was too small. So eventually Mm -hmm. I found um, another gym, um, Mount Vernon Barbell. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it pretty much had every possible probable piece of equipment Mm -hmm. that I needed as a lifter. So... Awesome just made sense and plus it was closer to home so I kind of just migrated over there and stayed yeah. over there yeah so you're based out in New York right yeah the Bronx to be okay direct. okay all right are you were, are you born and bred from there or no I am <laughs> definitely not <laughs> <laughs> you have a little accent <laughs> I am from um the Caribbean mm-hmm. okay so yeah uh my dad is from Dominica my mom is fairly mixed. I mm-hmm. was, however, born in the island of Dominica, and then I moved over to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, when I was super young, I moved to another island called Guadeloupe, which was uh, mainly French mm-hmm. um, in St. Martin. But I don't remember that because I was so <laughs> I was so young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, moved over to Toronto, and then finally, do you speak French? Oh, girl, no. I, oh, okay. I, I was like, I didn't know that. Okay. I mean, I understood when my mom yelled at me. <laughs> right. My mom or my grandmother yelled at me. I Look, that was that. black mama language. Like, it had nothing to do with French. <laughs> like, I understood. I'm a whoop your ass. Like, right. I understood that. <laughs> I understood that in French. Right, right, but, right. Gotcha. Okay. When I was in Toronto, like, French was required for you to move forward. So yeah. So I kind of just learned enough for me to pass. And after mm-hmm. I passed, I was like, I don't need to remember this crap. Yeah. So yeah. no offense to people who speak French. It's just, <laughs> I'm one of those people, I do not do good when it comes to, like, learning different languages. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. yeah, I don't do good with it at all. So I was just like, I passed? Great. Right. And right out of my head. Okay. <laughs> um. So... Once you started powerlifting, well, let me back up a little bit. So um, I always like to ask us this question because, again, I think the answers are always so diverse and interesting, but I think we all, you know, kind of have similarities with this. Like, what was your, like, body image like? Like, how did you perceive yourself when you were younger, like, pre-powerlifting? And then how did powerlifting sort of change or affect the way that you saw yourself? Um, okay. So I've always had body image issues, mm-hmm. um, had body image issues up till this year. This year was probably like the only year where I was like comfortable with myself hmm. to be very real with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of personal things. I've always judged myself. I've always just like a lot of people see me sometimes as like, I have a very serious demeanor. Like when mm-hmm. they when they like actually see me without hearing me speak. When I speak, then they're like, "Oh my gosh, she sounds so bubbly." Right. But aside from like aside from that, like when people look at me, they're like, "Oh my gosh, like she has such a serious demeanor." And it's 
Yeah, I do, but I've had a very interesting past in mm-hmm. terms of um, just even with, like, relationships or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, I had, yeah, I had an interesting past, so mm-hmm. that's where my body image issues um, strive, like, strive from. And then this year, I kind of just found myself, and I was just very comfortable with myself. Was there an aha moment? Um... Or did you, was it more of a gradual, like you just realized one day I'm fine or like did something kind of spur that on? Um, so what kind of, it wasn't, it was more of an aha moment. So Mm -hmm. my aha moment, um, was like coming out of like a really bad relationship that like really broke me down and Mm -hmm. I had to rebuild myself Mm -hmm. and upon rebuilding myself, I realized what I bring to the table. Right. So for me, it's like I went through a checklist of the things that I need to work on and the things that I have. And Mm -hmm. I'm never going to tell or encourage anybody to be egotistical, but I am always going to encourage as a woman, you should love yourself and you should praise yourself. Yes. Right. So as when we like, we all watch these like shows and everything. Like for a lot of people who, for example, watch Mary Jane. Mm -hmm. um, Is that still in the air? No, it's not, but I, okay. I've i always loved it. So it's like the one thing I loved about it from her is the sticky notes, writing a quote. Every, yeah. 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 Like writing a quote every night on a sticky note and placing it somewhere you know for a fact you're going to see it. Like mm-hmm. I place mine like right by my bedroom door. So as I'm on my way out, I'll see it. Mm, right. I like that. So my thing is I know where I stand, right? I'm mm-hmm. very, I'm very goal driven. Um, I know what I want in life. I'm not dependable on any man, mm-hmm, nor do mm-hmm. I feel like I need one for me to, you know, like have to dress a certain way, have to right. look a certain way. I do it all for me because I've learned to love myself and within, mm-hmm. within that aha moment. I learned to love myself and I learned the fact that I can be intimidating to some men who possibly don't understand what I do because a lot of men that I met or like encountered, like loved everything else about me aside from the fact like, oh my gosh, like she... Number one, she lives. Number two, like the gym that I go to, like a lot of my friends, they're they're guys, but yeah, and that comes off like intimidating to to some guys, where it's like, oh, she turns with all these dudes, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, but we're all childish together. Now. Right, you're like, I can actually just hang out and not be sleeping with any of them. How about that? Yeah, like we're we're all having fun, having the time. Like if people like actually look at my my um personal Instagram, like in my mm-hmm. stories, like. Anyone who knows me can see, like, we're literally all just having fun being ourselves and struggling together and dying right. through, like, dying together through, like, our training. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. So, was there anything specific about powerlifting that, like I said, kind of contributed to, um, you know, kind of strengthening your self image or sort of how you saw yourself? Um, mainly my strength, I would say, probably. Mm-hmm. Like, I may not be the strongest out there, but. I'm doing pretty well for someone of my body weight and someone who went through the things that I went through. Like, I'm proud of those ones. And I feel like everyone should be as well. Right. right? So it's like, imagine like you're a woman, like, right. Mm-hmm. You, you go to work or go to school um, or you're a mom and you're, you have all these responsibilities, right. right. And you're facing all these circumstances. Not to say other people don't, not to say men don't as well, but Let's just look at it from, like, our perspective, right? Like, we are women. And before, there were not a lot of women that were, like, celebrated for doing the things that they do. Right. So that's right. that's something to be 
really proud like absolutely proud of. that's something that you sh- should automatically make you very confident it does mm-hmm. not matter what you're putting on the bar but just the simple fact that you're able to do all these things and then still go to gym and pick up that bar and still right. end up like hitting prs that's something to be confident about yeah absolutely i i agree 100 percent um so in terms of, you know, you mentioned your current environment or, you know, just some of the different environments that you've encountered um, through your journey in powerlifting. Have you, so as a, as a black woman, like, what has that experience been like for you? Have you found it generally to be welcoming or has it been isolating for you? Like what, like, what has your experience been like? environment i've went to has been fairly um welcoming to be mm-hmm. very honest with you the only thing i faced was prior to i actually missed this word prior to actually going to um mount vernon barbell well it was around, mm-hmm. it was around the same time i was going to mount vernon barbell i already went to um another gym where i was a part of a team mm-hmm. and i at the time when i first went there i was the only black woman mm-hmm so I was always kind of like bluntly speaking, kind of used to that where I'm like, right. I was like, Oh, I'm the only black girl, but yeah, that's okay. But the thing about it too, is like, there would be males that are black. So it's kind of like, then again, I live in New York. So, mm-hmm. so because I live in New York, I've never really been to a gym where it's like, Oh my gosh, there, there's no one that looks like me. right. Right. And even if they are not there at the time, eventually they start coming because yeah. it's, it was always more so about finding a gym that is powerlifting based because when, right. when you're at a commercial gym, it's hard to do yeah. things on your program where it's like, right. like your coaches in a program or something like, I don't have that. Like, so yeah. how do we make it work? So it was always just a matter about finding a powerlifting gym and like social media is amazing, right? Because you not only post your video, but you tag the gym that you go to and people are like, oh, wow, this gym. Right, and they find out about it. Yeah, yeah. this gym exists and it's like so close to me. Okay, so it, it, it builds like a repertoire and everything like that mm-hmm. where more and more people start coming in. First they test it out and then it becomes their home gym, right? Right, right. So. Exactly. That's, that's how, awesome. Yeah, that's how it came to be even with Mount Vernon Barber. Like when I started going there, like it always... I always found like people like that kind of looked like me, but then again, mm-hmm. eventually like with the posting and everything and tagging, like more and more people came in there and then yeah. it's like, Oh, Hey, more people that look like me. Right. Like it's like a domino effect. One that, you know, the first one that goes that sort of brave soul and kind of stands up, then other people I think start to feel more comfortable, you know, um, doing, doing something that they see someone doing that looks like them. So yeah. that is very awesome. You are quite the uh yeah trendsetter so (laughs) actually pioneer i think was the word i was looking for you are powerlifting pioneer um so you mentioned like you know your your parents and your dad and and being supportive of you generally speaking um how have you found you know whether it be family or friends or people that you meet like how have you found them to have they been generally supportive or, you know, do they like kind of, are they weirded out about you powerlifting? Like what's that been like? Um, my mom and my dad, I would say are my biggest cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. Um, more or less, I would say my mom, my dad, and my coach. They're, oh, okay. they're my biggest cheerleaders in everything that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and like at my meets, like 
my mom is recording, you're definitely going to know my mom is recording because you can hear her screaming. And you probably, Aww. And you're, probably, you're probably not going to see the last little bit of my lift because she's going to be screaming. Right, and the camera's going to be shaking. Yeah, which is, which is exactly, thank God somebody else got the other angle right. of squatting on my last me because my mom was screaming. Aw, um, that's awesome. My, like, after, what I've learned to love about my coach, right, is that mm-hmm. he's fairly quiet. But he's extremely observant, right? So not right. only will he fight for your lift, um, he would always do this um, for me where he doesn't do the whole, I'm going to slap the hell out of your back, like shit out right. of your back and push you. Mm-mm. Like, no, don't do that to me because I'm going to push you back. R- um, listen, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm a delicate flower. <laughs> you, I'm a delicate flower. You're going to catch these hands and push you. <laughs> um, he would do one of two things, right? Uh, the main thing sometimes like where on my last deadlift at my last meet and I had my phone in my hand because I was like listening to music and he knows I always have my phone in my hand. Mm-hmm. He sent me one text, um, which was show them who the fuck you are. I and know that's right. After I saw that text and he was all the way across the room because he lets me, he kind of gives like, he lets me be an independent lifter. Like he's, right. he's there to coach me, but he's not going to baby me. Right. 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 So the second I saw that text, I know. And like, this is why I bust my ass for every meet that I do. Mm-hmm. And, it's because of him, right? Like, right. He gives me that motivation. The second I got that text, I put my phone down. I went up to the bar, and my thing was, do not let go. Right, so right. So I may not, like, I'm one of those lifters. I'll be very real with you. I probably only had, like, one ultimate, like, perfect meet where mm-hmm. I hit all my goals. Mm-hmm. But I'm my biggest critic, so yeah, I'm working on that. I'm fixing the things that I need to fix, which is, right. like, by doing my accessories, which is what I, I listen, I'm one of those lifters you hear about, like that coaches hate probably, which is which is why I ain't going nowhere and I'm staying with my coach. Right, I'm, right. He I can't know, get rid of you because I know, I know he understands me. Um, he started laughing because the first time Corey met me was in person was like um, I would say like a year ago, mm-hmm. and Corey's like, "All right, so go warm up." My warm up was I'm a stretch left, stretch right, bend not down. stretch left, stretch right. Bend down, touch your toes. Okay, I'm ready. I know he was like, "What is wrong with you?" He like tilted his head and looked at me. He's like, "That's how you warm up." I'm like, "Uh huh." He's like, "No, no, no." Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So now we're at a point where we got this little trust issue. So I got to record my accessories. Oh, damn. He don't trust you. <laughs> send it to him. Like, he doesn't care about my main list because he knows. Right. He knows I'll do good at my main list. Yeah. Right? But he knows, like, I'll warm up and I don't do my accessories. So he's like, yeah, you're going to have to record this. Damn. So, that is funny. Yeah. But, like, that's what makes him an amazing coach. Like, he. Mm-hmm. He knows what it's, it's not just about like the program lifts. It's about the things that it, the little things that it takes to get to the platform. Right. I have a back issue that's like on and off where it's mm-hmm. like sometimes my lower black, my uh, lower back. <laughs> <laughs> it's Freudian slip, your lower back. <laughs> it, um, it flares up. So he, mm-hmm. he understands that I'm different from my teammates. Each right. Of, each and every one of us has like different issues or different things that needs to be worked on. So mm-hmm. Even with like all of us, which is not a, a whole lot, but it's enough to probably like be a lot of work. Right. He knows to pay attention to detail with every single one of us. Mm. That's great. And also, uh, FYI, for the folks listening, we'll make sure to um, post um, specifics about um, your gym and your coach and all that good stuff if you want to share um, in the show notes. So we'll, we'll make sure that information gets out there. Um, so at this point, um, so you just, 
I know that you just competed in a meet. Was it last month? Yeah. We, yeah. Yes. So what's what's coming up next for you? Are you training currently for me? Are you kind of off season? Like, where are you right now? I'm never really off season. But yeah, I mean, this is my off season. Um, the, that last meet that I did, I didn't care too much for it because I just right. I just wanted to qualify at a lower body weight. Uh huh. Um, so I wanted to qualify at 181. And mm-hmm. So I'm technically qualified right now at 181 and 198, but I just like have I like having these two options. Flexibility, there. right? Yeah, like, right. Depending I, on the holidays and all that good stuff. Yeah. So it's like if I have a fucking moment, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, we gonna go 198. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I am currently going to be competing at the um, LA Fed Expo. Mm-hmm. That was um, an idea that my teammate had, so we kind of just like all went with it, right? And that's a great part about having teammates because it's like you're yeah. not, you're not alone, and like we can all help each other out. So it's not just my coach like running around; right. like we're all there, and we're all going to help each other out. Darius, mm-hmm. is, Darius, who's another on one of my teammates, he's going to be competing on the Sunday. So because all the girls like we're competing on the Saturday, he's going to be with my coach to help out. Oh, okay. Is this is this um coming up? at the end of this year or is it next year it's next year but it's gonna be january um 24th and 5th so oh okay yeah it's pretty it's about two three months away yeah yeah so what's your what's your training look like now like what like what is a typical week of training for you death uh okay (laughs) and we're done (laughs) so right now um what my coach has me initially doing is like everything beltless Mm mm-hmm so I'm doing everything beltless, um, which is kind of scary at first, right? Because you're looking at these numbers and you're like, you want me to hit this. Okay. Right, okay. right. Because the way my back is set up. <laughs> All right. You, you got some kind of faith in me. I don't. But then once you actually start warming up and you do it, like it moves so fast. Yeah. And then I always, the way I kind of look at it is off season. Like if my program says off season on it, that is the time that I'm going to work on keeping my body weight low. Right. Right. So I'm right. Not, I'm not gonna wait because I've learned these things. Like even from my previous meet, like yeah, I made weight. I surpassed making weight. But the fact that I cut all that weight, it kind of took a slight effect on my squat, which is yeah. My squat is my baby of my lips. Like I, mm. I love. I don't love bench. I'm not even gonna lie and bullshit you. I don't like benching. Mm-hmm. Um, but squat and deadlifts, love them. Squats are my baby. So it's like when my squat took a hit because of my arm um, cut that really just gave me a wake-up call like i'm going right. to do every single bit of accessories yeah i need to i'm gonna mm-hmm. buy, i'm gonna buy an ab wheel i'm gonna buy like a phone where i'm gonna do everything. right even if like i'm at work and i i'm gonna go into the office at work and i'm gonna do my stretches if i need to or do mm-hmm. like my do abs make sure I yeah do like a decent amount of cardio but most importantly i'm going to meal prep accordingly yeah so my body weight stays where it needs to be right right all those things are very important um so well you already kind of took away my next question which was going to be your favorite and your least favorite lift but so we'll skip that (laughs) um so where do you see yourself in the sport in the next few years um so right now i'm chasing a 500 squat in um, Mm -hmm. in sleeves okay so that's what's like that's what's Mm -hmm. really really important and you're a raw or you're raw power lifter right are you equipped yeah i'm raw I okay. Only do, I only do raw or a classic raw. So okay. I love being. I love and hate being a rep. So I don't miss my knees being bruised or anything yeah. like that. But um, I'm normally in wraps, so this is my first time doing like a meet where I'm fully 
in um, sleeves. So mm -hmm. it's really surprising to kind of see these numbers. Like, I'm like, wow, these are the numbers I were just doing in raps. And now it's like, yeah. I'm able to- What is, you mentioned, you mentioned classic raw. What is the difference between that and just raw? So classic raw would be initially like when you're in raps and raw is just when you're in sleeves. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, okay, cool. Um, so now I want to talk about the super exciting, fun stuff, the other part of this. So, um, you, as you mentioned, are the CEO of Sisters of Powerlifting. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Um, let's start with sort of how it came about. Um, how did, how did, how was it born? Um, so Sisters of Powerlifting was born, um, a while back, like when um, the page first opened up, that was when mm -hmm. I was at my previous job working for Apple. Like I met someone who um, kind of thought it would be a dope idea. Mm -hmm. so it opened up, um, but then it was more so just like we're going to repost like women of color. Right. Just so that way we kind of like bring everyone together. Mm hmm. Fell off, you know, schedules just clashed and yeah. we had no structure or anything. Yeah. So she just fell at one point like, you know what? You should take ownership of this because mm -hmm. you are passionate about this. So why don't you put that same energy that you put into like doing all these gamings and like creating, right. creating all these gaming platforms and everything and just put that energy into that, like utilize your like skill and use, mm -hmm. um, you know, like use your like job to fund your dreams, like right. do something. So took ownership of it and then kind of just wanted to go into a different direction. So I kind of just wanted to implement like all the things that I felt as needed. So from possible people needing help, like, hey, like, you know, I, we, we hit rock bottom sometimes or we hit a rough patch and we need, right. we need help, but we always, like, I didn't know how to ask for help when I needed it, to be honest. I have a lot of pride. Yeah. So yeah. I figured we're going to put these things out there where it's like, hey, like, if you need something, um, we're going to try to donate it to you mm -hmm. or simple stuff like that. And then some people gave feedback, like, maybe you should open, like, a up like an apparel side of it so you know we right could, we could like rep our clothes like rep ourselves basically rep the clothes yeah. rep ourselves and like stuff like that so i was like all right and it kind of just kicked off now is it perfect no absolutely not like this right is, this is only what like the third month or whatever so mm -hmm. things are going to take time like the way the donation like initially works and i kind of want to emphasize on this so that way people get an idea uh-huh um, i am kind of like the connect person right so a lot right. of the donations usually come from people. So it's not always ships to me. It's more so I have right. to contact. That's why I always tag the person who donated it. Um, and mm -hmm. I don't advise that anyone harass them. I'm just tagging it so you know the person who is taking the, right. time, who's taking the time out of their day to make sure you are okay and you have, right. have what it needs to be on the platform. And this is completely 100% free right so this is coming mm -hmm. out of our pockets to make sure that it gets to the person in need so i would never suggest like okay like yeah like just flood their dms no don't right we try it's literally kind of like we're working as a team to make sure you get it in time if you have a meet mm -hmm. just make sure you let me know like okay i have a meet by this date so i really need it aside from that right um, it's literally just me running this um, with my dad whenever he can so i try to mm -hmm. make sure i get in contact with everybody that i need to even though sometimes it's a lot. So it's just simple things like that. The apparel stuff, um, it has a lot of creativity into it, right? But my favorite piece of the apparel that um, I created was Melon and Powerlifter because I mm -hmm. feel like 
although it's simple, it represents a lot. So when I see some right. people wearing it, I'm like, hey, I see you. Okay. Yeah, what does that feel like to see people wearing your designs? It's different. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's so different. And I, I'm i still speechless at times, like when I see people wearing it, like even when I saw like some guys hitting me up, like. Right. Like this one dude to me, he's like, you know, this ain't fair, right? I was like, what I do? <laughs> so, yeah. So I mean, did you, did you recognize at the time that there was this sort of a market for this, and also kind of this missing hole in 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 you know sort of the you know no. fitness, athletic strength, you know, wear world, right? I think. You know, for me, one of the things I noticed is that I've started to become a lot more conscientious about where I spend my money and, you know, looking for companies that I felt like really represent me. Right. So, you know, we all know how, you know, a lot of these companies, you know, rep their fitness companies and the type of models and the type of bodies and they all always look the same. So um, did you like did that? dawn on you when you started this like wow like yeah. I didn't even realize that this was a thing I honestly did not because the whole idea behind sisters of powerlifting mm -hmm. was not for profit right it was, right it was more so to find girls like me and celebrate women mm -hmm. like me and not just women now we've expanded not only celebrating women but children oh right? yes my so babies these are things where it's like it's not to take away from the other brands out there. Right. I just want to celebrate my people, right? Mm -hmm. This is not for profit, which is why, like, every company makes mistakes. So if I, like, mess up at something where someone's like, hey, like, this is taking a little bit of time, like, what's going on? I try to implement all the things that I learned at all the different jobs that I worked at where it's like, right. I'm going to master customer service to make sure I respond to you at an efficient time and make sure mm -hmm. I get what I need to get to you and be communicative as possible. Like, okay, so... This isn't working for you, fine. You know what? That's okay. You right. You do one of two things. It didn't work for you, I'll give you a full refund and you can keep the item. Or, you know what, sis? It's fine. I'll get another one out to you as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of this money is, which is not even like a whole lot of people think. Right. All of it goes back into making sure these are like the athletes that I'm paying for for them to get to um, their meet. Mm-hmm. That's who it goes back to. Right. Right. Because that's the whole idea, right? We're not building a page just for celebration. We're building a community. We're building a family. Exactly. We're building a family. So it's like, hey, like, for example, there could be, be a girl where it's like, hey, I don't have anybody to handle me at my meet. Mm -hmm. I got you, sis. I got the perfect person for that. I'm going to reach out to that athlete, even if I need to pay for their, like, transportation, gas, whatever it takes to help get them to help the other person. Right. That's the whole idea of Sisters of Powerlifting. Like, we're creating a family. We're showing each other like there's a lot of us out there we're in sleep we're in sleep mm -hmm. we're in the islands like i recently found like a few caribbean lifters who are like lifting deep in the caribbean and i'm from the island so I'm right like, imagine if i knew that when i was younger right that there were gyms back where i live and a lot of people like girl like are you you're bugging like they are i'm like i didn't know that because i came from a small town called calivish and it's like there was not a gym in sight right right so when, right when if you're from the islands and you live there you know exactly what i'm talking about like unless it's like track and field or cricket or something like that like we didn't have that mm -hmm. so it's it's different yeah 
and it's definitely and it's mind-blowing and it's like if you're from the islands as well like you're gonna see another person being posted from the islands like wow cool i want to link up with this person right right no it's it's i mean i think that's been the coolest thing like you said about watching your page i'm kind of like oh my gosh i've never seen this like i've found so many people to follow um you know, just from the post that you post daily. So, you know, it, like you said, I think it, it really is cool to see the community that has just sort of sprang from this. Um, so what is, wh- what's been the most surprising thing to you about starting Sisters of Powerlifting? Um, the response, like mm-hmm. the following, like seeing the followers go from 200 to we're at about like 2000 right. or something. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't care for a big following. I care for an interactive following. Yes, 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 yes. That's, Family. That's my main thing. I want make. I want to make sure like we're interacting with each other. We're praising each other. I want feedback. Mm-hmm. I want comments. I want comments, not just like a thumbs up, like, oh my God. Thumbs right. Up, thumbs up, girl. No, I, <laughs> I, I want you to like interact with these women, give positive feedback, right? Right. And I'm going to just put this out there. Any negativity, girl, the way I operate, I, you, I'll slam my hand on that block. Okay. Block so, game is strong. I was going to actually ask you about that next because, um, you know, I think, I think we can both recognize that a lot of times when we center ourselves, particularly as black women, people get very uncomfortable and they don't like it. And, um, have you gotten any sort of feedback or reaction with respect to that? You know, I, I remember kind of, uh, well, let me, let me let you answer that first. Not, not really. Mm -hmm. Um, I only saw one, one or two open negative comments, but right. it was more so, it would be your own people sometimes. I'm, well, was, this is true. I, I didn't say who was who didn't like it. I just said some people don't like it when we center ourselves. <laughs> my main issue was, it was on a, I'm not, it was on, I'm just, I'm not even going to like pinpoint which video, but it was on a video, right. it was on a video of a child where they wrote like, oh, you're going to be ugly when you get, I was like, you picked the wrong one. Not today. I'm not like, our babies. So it's like, this is where I also have to separate emotions from the business, right? Right. A lot of people are probably not going to like this comment where they're like, oh, why didn't you say anything back? Because I'm not going to feed into that negativity. Right. There were 50 other comments celebrating that were good. That right. child out of the one, but I didn't miss the one. I right. just chose to block the one. I was going to say, and that's what the block button's for. Yeah, I just chose to block the one because that's not, I'm not going, I'm going to try to lead by example. And by right. Example, sometimes leading by example means not responding to that type of Everything. Negativity. The yeah. only response I need to have is to block that person to make sure it doesn't happen again. Exactly. Exactly. And, even, and I have to say anything because probably other people who were like responded to them and like got at them too. Right. Oh, that's true too. I mean, I think the community that you've created is very protective of one another. Yeah. Um, And it's really cool to see. I'm very happy to say that it's like, I've not seen any arguments Mm -hmm. Um, on the page. I've seen everyone just uplifting each other. Like if I post someone who's having a bad day or anything like that, it just puts a smile on their face. And I try, I try my best to listen. If, even if like you don't utilize a hashtag because you're probably not aware of it, I find you. 
Right, I'm exactly. Gonna, I'm going to be like your social media freaking yeah. powerlifting fairy godmother. I'm going yeah. to find you and I will post you and I'll tag you. So that way, you know, like uh, like people see what you're doing and you're celebrated. And not, right. I'm not trying to isolate you from like, you know, being very open and welcoming to everyone. I'm just trying to show other girls like you right. that you're out there and you should be celebrated too. Speaking of which, do you have like a certain method to the way that you like how you choose like which lifters to post on which day is it more random is it more like how do you kind of work through that process um so I kind of have like a scheduler and I utilize my whiteboard too like where I kind of like pick and choose I try not to repost like everyone Mm-hmm. like all the time repetitive right repetitively i always try to seek new people to post and that's why i started drawing in like more kids um, yeah so sometimes like randomly you see me post like a historical fact about a lifter back in the right. day that you were not possibly even aware of right right and then right. on mondays um i created this thing where i wasn't the original creator of it but for powerlifting i i was where we have melanin uh, melanin mondays Right. So Melanin Mondays is where we are going to firsthand post a group of women showcasing not just the lifting aspect of them, but empowering them in a sense where it's like, right. you are beautiful, my love. Like, you're mm-hmm. amazing, and I'm going to show these, like, other lifters, like, who you are. And we're just going to kind of, like, you know, just every, like, it's like they say, right? Every day is an amazing day to celebrate being a black woman. Yeah, just love on them. Just love on us. That's it. And psh- I mean, we need that more than ever nowadays. Um, You know, it's interesting. One of the first things I noticed when the um, Sisters of Powerlifting account popped up before I knew who was behind it, um, I think one one of the things. (laughs) That's another story for another day. But remember, I have a law degree. Um, But one of the things that really struck me when I noticed the account um, and noticed sort of, you know, I guess you could call it a mission statement or, or what it was. Um, you know, what the goal was, the fact that it said that we are not here to just post the popular lifters, the strongest lifters, the most elite lifters, right? Um, We want to celebrate everyone and, you know, be inclusive of all, you know, black women that are participating in powerlifting. And I just thought that was really cool because, I mean, I think that happens a lot, Um, not necessarily amongst us, but, you know, you notice, like I said, when you think about the face of you know, quote unquote, the face of powerlifting, you tend to see the same handful of faces. Um, And sometimes it feels like it's almost like a popularity contest. So I always just thought that was really cool how you went um, out of your way to post, you know, maybe someone isn't a competitor or they literally just started powerlifting or whatever. Um, So I just wanted, you know, I just kind of wanted to shout you out for that because I just thought that was really cool because a lot of times, especially if someone is trying to grow their following, they're going to go for the sexy flash and dash all the time, you know, and which is great. I mean, we need the Kim Walfords and CeCe Holocones and all of that. Right. But, you know, that's like two out of, you know, a lot of people that are out here, you know, just doing great things and trying to be better. So, um, yeah, I really appreciated that about your page. Thank you so much. Like that's listen, like half the time, like people would probably know I post myself on that page once and like, right. Probably twice in a full moon, once in a full moon, like, right. Just like barely. Yeah. The objective is it's like I don't care like if you tell me like hey I'm I'm trying this sport out and I don't know which direction to go or I'm new to this or you know 
I'm going to post you. And right. I'm going to let people know, like, hey, this meet this person. I'm going to utilize it kind of like introducing you to a family. Right. Giving everyone the opportunity to add you and to speak to you. If you need feedback, just be, just be open and act like, ask for feedback. And trust me, like they will openly give it to you and they will celebrate you just the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so true. I'm going to post everyone. I don't, if you're a popular lifter, if you're just starting out, I'm giving, right. I'm giving everyone the, the same treatment. Mm-hmm. No, no one gets like, you know, the class besties treatment. Everyone's getting, right. Everyone's getting posted. Like, this is where it comes down to separating like personal, right? Not personal from business, but separating personal from what's doing what's right. Exactly. Yeah. That's so important. And like you said, you know, we're all fam. So I think it, and I just think that it really creates a really sort of, you know, diverse page, you know, because not every, like you've, you know, we've talked about not everybody's body looks the same. So I think a lot of times, you know, again, if you are, you know, maybe someone who's short and stocky, you know, looking at a six foot lifter with super long limbs, that's super lean may not exactly encourage you to be, to, to try the sport, even if you know, that's a brown, it's a brown girl. It's just, you know what I'm saying? So I think I really like the fact that there is such diversity of, body and abilities and all of those things is I think it really does help people envision themselves because you know I, I mean you know I say it until I'm blue in the face but you can't be what you can't see right um, and I definitely think that's important for like you said you know our babies that are coming behind us so I really like that you know you post younger women and um, you know little girls and things like that so that's definitely super cool um, do, oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. Do you think, or do you, could you see yourself ever coaching one day? Ooh, child, I need a small coach in there. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I tried it. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Really? That is why there is my amazing coach, Corey. Right. Corey Hayes, he is there to help. Yeah. And if you want somebody else? I have other recommendations, mm-hmm. but I can only recommend what I experienced. Right. And right. What about it made you feel like that was not a direction you saw yourself going in? My patience is set up differently. Okay. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> like, I can, like, if anybody asks me for um, feedback or anything, right. Like, that, like, right. Yeah, like, I can give you feedback, but my schedule is just so all over the place and my focus right it's not fair to you that my focus is not going to be where it needs to be right and i cannot accept money from someone if i cannot provide exactly what they're looking for or surpass their needs Mm -hmm. that's just Mm -hmm. the type of person that i am so i can point you in the direction of somebody who can do all these things for you right and make sure that they can be there right i can give you advice i can critique whatever i like i can if not then i could like point you in the right direction yeah. Yeah. I, and hey, man, like I know thyself. I, I appreciate that because there are a lot of folks out there that have no business coaching anybody and they're doing it and, and you know, making money off these poor people that don't know any better. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I, I appreciate that you have you are, you know, self-aware in, in, in that respect. Um, so where do you see Sisters of Powerlifting going like in the next five years? What are your what are your hopes and dreams for your baby? see us um there are a few things um well i announced this um earlier via the page so i can openly announce it now so what's going to happen is we are going to create an app that's hopefully going to be open by uh i'm gonna say january or february 
Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be just for updates and shops and stuff like right. that. Right. Which we are going to have, like, you know, like miniature updates like that. The highlight around it, the way I'm going to kind of explain it is kind of compared to creating a dating profile, right? Mm. Except the profile that you're going to be creating is going to be linking you to people in your area that are like you. Nice. That's the idea. So it's like finding lifters and connecting with lifters that are within the area. Right. Um, it's going to kind of be an easier way for you to also like get updates and possible gems that are friendly in your area. Mm-hmm. Your but, the, mm-hmm. but the main idea behind it is it does not matter where in the world that you are. Once you create that profile, it's going to, it's kind of like, listen, I'm born, so whatever. Like It's kind of like when you create a PO, uh, um, POF uh, pro, uh, profile. Mm-hmm. which is like plenty of fish right so right that zip code that you place like let's say for example i'm zip code 10123 random, uh-huh. completely random right and mm-hmm. i want to see if there's somebody within five miles of me right oh hey another woman that's like five five like five miles away from me i'm gonna reach out to her kind of build her like you know like a relationship yeah because powerlifting is not just about being on the platform and lifting you have to have a healthy lifestyle that's going to decrease whatever stress it is that you may oh yes like, Ooh, say it again <laughs> child say it again for the people in the back <laughs> so it's like if you want to make a friend or you know meet a friend and i was listen i was a loner i don't i'm very socially awkward sometimes so it's like it was hard, <laughs> it was hard for me to actually build a relationship like where i could trust people to be myself mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. if I'm very playful and childish around you sometimes and like I laugh a lot and I joke, I'm comfortable with you. Right. Right. If I'm just very like straightforward, what you see is what you get, kind of just like whatever, then I'm still trying to get comfortable with you. Right. So that's, right. that's the thing. And sometimes I feel like we need someone who's within the sport that understands what we do because then yeah. when we need a shoulder, it's like that person gets it. They get it. Yeah, they get it. So that's the whole idea behind the app is to kind of master that. Mm-hmm. Um, put out like a beta like version like to see how, okay to see how it goes and then okay great so the beta version is great we this is working make it pretty cool nice i like it um so so you're doing the app anything else yes um we are going to my brother and i darius when she was my teammate mm-hmm. we are going to be pre-launching brothers of powerlifting okay uh, we got a lot of feedback from guys where it's like why don't you do this? And it was a pretty decent amount of feedback. So wow. I'm going to utilize that feedback. I work as a tech more or less, or I work mm-hmm. in technology is a better way to phrase it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of love analyzing and figuring and stuff like this and kind of like, right. you know, seeing like what the demand is mm-hmm. So based off the feedback that we got, I was able to put this idea together. I was like, all right, so what we're going to do, we're going to do a pre-launch. So the guys can have something too. And these men can nice. be celebrated too. And because I'm a woman, I may not be able to cater to that as much. Right? Exactly. But exactly. I I have I just so happen to have a very hyperactive brother. <laughs> <laughs> um we're not He needs a project. <laughs> <laughs> we're not um if anyone's wondering, just to clarify this, we are not brother and sister by blood, but our relationship grew so well. To the mm-hmm. point where we consider each other like if i don't have it and he has it trust me right. i got it and it goes both yeah ways. and it goes both ways right right so right. because he understands the male aspect of the sport and everything and what guys go through personally right he's going to kind of like master like whether it be posting and everything mm-hmm. and he's gonna and i'm gonna help him out with that and 
that's what it's going to be. And December is going to be the official launch of it. Yay! Look at you growing and doing things. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, well, I want to pivot real quick because I forgot to ask this earlier. I want to pivot back to powerlifting just for a quick second. Um, do you have any advice for, for women, particularly us, um, that are curious about powerlifting or want to, but they're nervous or intimidated? What advice would you give them? Be yourself. Um, and mm -hmm. you're never going to learn to fly if you don't leak. Right. That's my main advice, right? Mm -hmm. So you're never going to give yourself the opportunity. If you're not going to give yourself the opportunity to learn, like you're never going to experience like the, ex like the exhilarating joy, like it's right despite what you may hear like this community has great amazing, like more amazing moments than it does bad mm-hmm mm -hmm. like go to a try going to a powerlifting gym in your area right if you can't find one reach out and ask for help or ask for advice mm -hmm. make sure you're getting advice from the right person um, right right and just get a day pass go there and see what it's like the mm -hmm. half Half of the time, the owners of these powerlifting gyms are actual powerlifters, and it makes right. it, it makes it better when they are because then they could give you advice. They get it exactly. And they could point you in the right direction, like, "Hey, this is what this machine is for, right?" So you mm -hmm. can do this, or if you're too scared of this machine, like a lot of times when people are very new to powerlifting and they see a monolift, they get very scared, like, "Uh, this looks like rocket science, so I'm not going to do it." Right, right. So just you know, go in and ask for help, like. In the gym that I currently go to, when I walk in and if I have questions or whatever, I can ask around and like, yeah, I've had like the way I learned, I had people stop and show me. Right, exactly, exactly. That's very good advice. Yeah, so just be All fearless. Right. <laughs> So now it's time for some random questions. We can get to get all in your business and stuff. Um, so what are you listening to right now? Like, what are your, some of your favorite artists? Like, especially to train to. <laughs> um, my playlist is all over the place. Mm -hmm, Sometimes mm -hmm. I catch Caribbean um, vibes. Uh, mm -hmm. Other times I get, you know, I feel like a little McNeil's. I used to listen to Brother Kanye, but he's a little lost right now. So. Oh, well, yeah. We know. <laughs> Rest in peace, brother. Rest in peace. So, you know, McNeil's it is, or like Drake. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes I listen to Marshall, um, Marshall Montano. Mm -hmm. um, other times I have my moments where, if I'm going for like an extremely heavy lift, like especially on squats for squats, that is where I'm my most intense. So I'll probably uh -huh. I'll probably listen to like Outline and Color or Lincoln Parks. Mm -hmm. um, Lincoln Park, I'm sorry, um, Evanescence, but mainly Outline and Color. Okay, all right. So what's your favorite, like, macro-friendly meal? And what's your favorite, like, treat meal or food? Girl, you talking science to me. That's why I got a coach. I don't need no more macros. Um. Well, I'm just saying, when you are, you know what? We, we, let me tell you what we're not going to do tonight. You, you, acting, you acting out in front of company. Acting no, you point. acting up. You, okay, okay, okay. Let's let's remember where we are. Okay, so, like, when, you, when you're dieting down, right, what's your favorite thing to eat? like dieting so when i'm dieting yeah well i'm following like the stand efforting um vertical diet right now so what i normally do is literally a lot of steak and white rice mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. vegetables i love steak oh. 
Yeah, I tried. So basically, I was advised like I could do beef, but I got tired of like minced yeah. minced beef. I really just got sick of it to the point where I couldn't eat it anymore. So it was right. It's literally just like right now, steak I can tolerate. So it's steak and like white rice, vegetables, um, Greek yogurt, no sugar, a lot of cran, mm-hmm. a lot of pure cranberry juice. So when I say pure, like hmm. listen, after a while, it don't taste good. The kind that doesn't taste good. It's going to taste like micro, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> Today I drank water because I just needed a break from the cranberry. Like, I just couldn't do it yeah. anymore. I drank. Does the cranberry juice, like, is there some specific, like, thing it helps with? Or it's just, you just like to drink it? Um, well, it's what's on the diet. And um, honestly speaking, ever since I've been on this diet, my weight's been just gradually going down. Naturally, my strength is still there. My strength, oh, nice. So that's the main thing that's important to me. Mm-hmm. Is making sure, like, I don't cut down what I eat. And right. I eat enough to help me get through the day where I don't feel lightheaded or I don't mm-hmm. feel crazy or anything like that. So it works now. If we're gonna talk about like what I eat okay. on my diet. Um. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite like treat? I don't like to use the word cheat. What's your favorite like treat meal? When you want to treat yourself. Everything. Um. <laughs> pick one. Okay, she said pick one, but we're gonna go off a little bit. Um, I like pizza. I don't like Domino's. I don't feel like it's real pizza, so ill. I like real like Italian pizza. Um, mm-hmm. I'm Caribbean, so my Caribbean people don't hate me. I get tired of jerk chicken and stuff like that because that's all I've been eating like since I was a child, like growing up, uh-huh. all of that. So if I'm in the mood, then yeah, I'll do it. But mm-hmm. aside from that, like seafood, like I don't like fish, but I love lobster and stuff like that and scallops. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Burgers, donuts, cake pops, everything, Ooh, ice cream, all the things. Yeah, all my coach knows things. for a fact. Like donuts and like pizza, like an ice cream, which is why every time like after I weigh in, he emphasizes on this. Like, no, you gotta eat this to make sure. Right, you're right. Good. <laughs> so no. Uh, but you gotta live a little. So you know, yeah. when you're when you're in between meats, have you know just a little something, something. Um, what's, what makes you laugh? Uh, my interesting ass group chat. (laughs) 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 Woo! (laughs) Kicked out of work meeting once because of that group chat. (laughs) Yes, yes, been there, been there. Um, Um, but that and my dog, honestly. Oh, what kind of dog do you have? I thought he was full Yorkie, but apparently, mm-hmm. I'm still gonna say he's a Yorkie, but he's an Australian Silky Terrier, so they have a longer nose than uh, oh, okay. than Yorkies do. But he's just so cute and always he's a badass. Like he just like if you're if you have food, he is your best friend and your biggest audience. He will stand, of course he will stand there faithfully to the point where this dog. When I first um, adopted Kilo, yes, his name is Kilo. I love that. <laughs> let me ask you, let me ask you though, when you tell people his name is Kilo, do those out of powerlifting think like it's because you're a drug dealer or something? Or do they like understand why his name is Kilo? I've, I've just always been curious about that. All my friends kind of like know that I powerless. So like they would just like laugh and they're like, is your dog's name really Kilo? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, one guy that I was actually seeing when he picked up my dog. Um, mm. he picked up my poor baby, poor child, and he looked at his own um, car and he's like, there's like tag and he's like, his name's Kilo. 
First of all, he don't know you like that. Yeah, he sure as hell did pee on him because he was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> now, I wonder where he would have gotten something petty like that from. Hmm. <laughs> Listen, if my dog don't know you like that, you make him nervous, he will pee on you. And that is my baby. <laughs> that is too funny. Um. Oh, name one thing that can always calm you down. My dog. Okay, I like that. That works. Um. What smell most reminds you of your childhood? Really? Yep. Care to elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> if you are Caribbean, or you know what? Uh, no, no, no. Even, we're going to be blunt here. I feel like almost every black child. Yes. Had a parent that overpowered Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, I had powder on my chest growing up. I'm just like, why? Why is this a thing? Look, looking like powder. Remember that movie? Yes. <laughs> That is definitely, I, I think that transcends Con- all yep. nationalities of, of, you know, the diaspora, like everything. Yep. So you write about that. Good old Johnson and Johnson. Mm. <laughs> Lord. So, um, oh, here's something I, that's interesting. I wanted to know, how do you, how do you recover or how do you get back up if you fall down? Like if you stumble or, you know, have a setback, how, how do you get yourself kind of Right. How do you write your ship, so to speak? Cry it out. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, depending on how bad it is, I'll probably need a day or two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cry it out. Um, after that, clean up my surroundings. Like, mm-hmm. do kind of like a spring cleaning. Like, I have, like, I'm very weird. I have OCD, so it's like, you know I'm good when I'm, like, cleaning and just, right. like, reorganizing. Because that's kind of like me rebuilding, right? Mm-hmm. So clean up and everything and then I have my whiteboard and I kind of just rewrite all my goals okay okay that's good I like it yeah and if I write my goals down (laughs) I'm gonna do it okay there you go visualize it speak it into the universe speak its power so um I'm gonna wind up here I have two more questions for you um the first one is what would your tombstone say? <laughs> it says, here lies Shireen, colon. Then what would it say? Um, I, don't, <laughs> I really don't know. I honestly don't know. I haven't thought about that. What would you want to be remembered for? Just for doing something good. That's it. Okay. That's nice and simple. I like that. Um, and then the last question I have for you is what would Shireen of today tell 10 year old and 20 year old Shireen? Give me two things. 10 year old. Yep. Don't climb that mango tree. Um, Uh, (laughs) Girl. (laughs) Because I sure as hell fell and busted my ass. <laughs> it's too big for that branch. Listen. <laughs> See the way gravity is set up. <laughs> I remember that fall too. That was, that was not even a regular fall. Because I, like I said, I grew up in the island. So it's like. Yeah. 
there was this mango tree and this like was the branch was kind of hanging over this mm. lovely hill garden. Mm, mm, and not mm. only did I fall, I rolled. See, and did your did your parents tell you not to climb the tree? My grandmother did, but I was hungry. It was, it, See, it was you know what? There was a mango that just so happened to be there. It's like <sighs> life lessons. <laughs> Sometimes that mango is not meant for you. It still tasted good though. With the bu- with the busted kneecap, I ate my mango. <laughs> All right. So, what do you? Who would you tell twenty year old Shireen? Focus on yourself mm-hmm. and learn to love yourself before you love someone else. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Now you need to put that on your tombstone because that is true. Yeah, I mean, I wish I knew that. That like, I wish I knew that then because then maybe. I wouldn't have fought for a relationship I had at that time where that I I love that person so much to the point that I didn't realize that they were damaged, right? Mm. And it's mm-hmm. and I always thought it was me. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, if it was now that I think about it like logically, I'm just like, if it was me, why would that person continuously come back or search for me even after I change my number or change my mm. or change my address, right? So mm-hmm. sometimes like. A lot of us like think it's us that's the problem in relationships right. and I know I did when it wasn't me. It was that person that had issues that they needed to work on and it, right. it's hard when you're dealing with a heart that you did not break. Ooh, girl. So that's deep. That that was that and I'm very I mean, I've we're good now, like if we probably saw each other like we could say hi it's just i had to eventually step away from that that was my first and last love yeah where he was the first person i fell head over heels for and mm-hmm. we, we dated until i was probably about like 23 24 and mm-hmm. i mean on and off like yeah when we broke up like he had multiple other relationships i didn't and when we finally got back for the final time i we got to an intimate point and then I kind of had to take a few steps back and say, I just realized something and I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but I don't feel for you what I felt for you then. And that's going to affect our future because I don't want to be put into a position where I venture off if I'm with you. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen because the drive and the intimacy and everything is just not there anymore. So I feel like you should finally be on your own and we should let each other that's growth, girl. That's growth. That's... <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Boopy. Well, this has been so much fun. I mean, we joke and laugh all the time, but it, it has really been a pleasure to just kind of pick your brain and, and find out about all the amazing things that you have done and, and will go on to do. Um, I have no doubts about that. So where can the people find you on the internet? Tell them, let's, let's, let's list out all your socials and websites and all that good stuff. Aww, look at that, y'all. She being so nice to nice. Probably because she on the podcast. So <laughs> um, so. You wait till this recording stops. <laughs> this leprechaun thing, they go through that phase sometimes. But no, <laughs> you guys can always find me on Sisters of Fire Thing. I'm available 24-7, or if you even on the website and you need help, um, the actual customer service chat is linked to me. So it's back to just um, me right now running it I'm with my dad, like I said, but I'm the one that's going to always have access to that. So it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what time of the night I can respond if you have a question. Um, personal Instagram is Sincerely Shereen, but you can more than likely 
find me on Sisters of Powerlifting more than you can find me on my personal page. Mm-hmm. What's the uh, website address? Sistersofpowerlifting.com. Awesome. Awesome. And they can buy things there and all that good stuff. Yeah. So um, anything that's on the site, you can purchase it there. Please, please read the FAQ. So that is going to answer literally every possible questions you probably have. Mm-hmm. Um, if you still have more questions, I'm obviously here to help, but I really advise that everyone read the FAQ. Um, right. This up- Carefully. <laughs> and that way you won't order something on Tuesday and think it's going to come on Wednesday. Yeah. That would be nice. <laughs> that would so, 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 a very big sale so i'm going to do it it's probably going to be anything up to 30 percent off depending if um there is also going to be a few new releases so to anyone who has like pending orders um we're proudly down to about 19 more orders that need to be shipped out so the goal is to get those 19 out before black friday Mm-hmm. So I'm working on that. Like I said, I literally ship items on my day off because mm-hmm. sometimes I, I can't always make it to the post office before um, I go to work. So just to put it out there, like, so I can be very transparent, Mondays and Fridays are when I am off, right? Okay. So that is when I'm going to ship. If I feel like something's going to take longer than necessary, I'm going to try my best to reach out to you mm-hmm. because there's a lot of people. So sometimes I'm going to try my best to reach out to you. If you're waiting on a donation, please be patient. It's going to get to you. It may take a little bit of time, but it's going to get to you. I don't gain anything from keeping it, right? Right, right. So it's going to get out to you. But yes, Black Friday is going to be a few new releases that are very important. Um, And that's also going to be the official launch date for Brothers of Powerlifting. So guys, men, you do not need to ask me for unisex, even though there are unisex options on the site. Like once you think Mm -hmm. it has unisex options. Because you're going to get your own, get your own (laughs) shit. But, Get your own shit. Yeah, like Brothers of Powerlifting <laughs> is going to be there, so you guys are going to be there. This is a problem now. Exactly. <laughs> Stay up out of our stuff. He's tagged right there on the page, so you can flood <laughs> his DMs. I'm just joking, but yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been so much fun, Shireen. You know how much I love you and admire you. And she calls me a militant you know. midget. I just <laughs> put that out there. She's calling me by my name because we're, you know, in public or whatever. People Can are. I finish <laughs> saying what I need to say on my podcast? Thank you very much. Um, you you inspire me. You you know you're you're like I said you're like the little sister I've never had, and I'm just really proud of of everything that you've accomplished, and I'm kind of amazed at everything that you've accomplished in such a short time. So, um, yes, love you. Thank you so much for um, talking to us tonight and talking to our listeners. You guys, thank you again for tuning in. Um, you can find us on the interwebs at the um, chocolate bar podcast instagram page um the twitter account is chalk bar podcast there's a facebook page they all sort of feed into the instagram and we too have a website at www um the chocolate bar podcast.com sometimes there's merch on there but you'll also find articles and just different little things of interest so um, hopefully you'll have a chance to stop by and visit please 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 tell your friends about the podcast we're on itunes soundcloud leave a rating leave a comment um, so we can have more visibility and so other folks can find us with that being said i'm brie and who are you again 
Thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> See you at the bar. Bye-bye. <laughs>